You are tuned in to Studio22Live.tv Podcast episode number 11 Studio Welcome to Studio22Live.tv podcast where we discuss valuable topics, interview amazing people, sharing their stories and valuable lessons learned to educate, empower, and impact lives across the world. Welcome to Studio22Live.tv. I'm your host, Fred Fitzgiles, and this is episode 11. Well, today's episode is fire as we talk relationships. Our topic of today is, does a perfect relationship exist? And I'm so very excited to introduce you to our very special guest today, Mr. Damon Adams. And let me tell you a little something about Damon. Damon is my co-host. He's also a great friend, my business partner. Uh, he has a boxing background. So whenever it's time to spar, I always call him, right? <laughs> but he's also a IT professional along with myself. And I think he's a future motivational speaker. He doesn't think so. But I believe uh, he really, really has an incredible amount of knowledge, uh, and also he was on episode six, and we have brought him back. And I'm actually working on branding him our resident relationship doctor. <laughs> and also we have someone who I grew up with, I have a lot of respect for. She is an incredible professional woman. We used to live right across the neighborhood from each other. We grew up together. Her name is Tamika Molden. She's an incredible, incredible woman. She's a mother. She has a professional background, bachelor's in accounting, working on her master's. She's a real estate professional, a licensed agent, and she has a strong Facebook following as she shares inspirational wisdom and real-life testimonies and real-life stories and real-life wisdom about relationships to her following. And I spoke to her a couple months ago, and I followed her on Facebook, and I would see a lot of things. I said, man, that was good. Oh, Tamika is really doing it. She is dropping. I said, i got to get her on the show. And, after, and then after we did episode six, if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to it. I said, wait a minute. I said, that is a good match. If I would be able to get, you know, bring up a topic and be able to get Damon and Tamika on, that is going to be like, oh, my, it's going to be incredible. And let me tell you something. They did not disappoint me at all. I'm talking about this. It wasn't just powerful. It was electrifying. And I went from being a host to a fly on the wall. So I cannot wait for you guys to hear it so y'all can be on a fly on the wall with me as they go over and talk about perfect relationships. And they also talk about a lot of other things. So I believe today's show is going to have so much impact for our listeners. You are definitely going to want to download this, share it. Facebook it, like it, Instagram. We're going to put all that stuff up so y'all can share it. Our show is designed to inspire you, to motivate you, to give you some different perspectives, and, and to let you know that other people are going through the same thing, but there's certain ways that we can handle things. And it gives you the education and the wisdom of other people who've used it in their own lives, actually applied this experience, applied this knowledge in their own lives. So today's show is going to be absolutely phenomenal, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it today. But before we get started as our listeners know i always love to start the show off on a high positive note so yes next up is our joke of the week this one's called under the table a man and a woman were having dinner in a fine restaurant their waitress taking another order at a table a few paces away noticed that the man was slowly sliding down in his chair 
and under the table, and she thought something was wrong. But the woman at the table with him was acting unconcerned. The waitress watched as the man slid all the way down in his chair and out of sight and under the table. Still, the woman that was sitting with him, across from him, appeared calm and unruffled. Apparently, she was unaware that her dinner date has just disappeared under the table. After the waitress finished taking the order, she came over to the table and said to the woman, Pardon me, ma'am, but I think your husband just slid under the table. And the woman calmly looked up at her and said, No, no, no. My husband just walked in the door. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wee. And that's our joke of the week. Next up is our birthday shout-outs, and I want to give a special happy birthday to Michelle Fax, Deacon Jim Reynolds, Tina Cook, Gary Black, Carlton Wilmore, Daywan Scott, what's up, little bro, Jacqueline Woodard, Sherry Crawford, Rebecca Lynn, my new friend out in California, and last but not least, Phyllis Cadell. Happy birthday from Studio22Live.tv. I mean, I talked about, um, is there such thing as a perfect relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And whether or not what you believe and what you believe, and I wanted to see if there was a similar or differences. And if you do believe in perfect relationship, why? And if you don't, or if you do, why? Mm -hmm. Or does that exist? And what would you have to do, you, and what have you done to make an effort to make a, maybe not perfect, but make the relationship better? And what challenges have you seen in women? Mm -hmm. and vice versa, that um, screw up the relationship. Oh, wow. We're going to go deep on this one. <laughs> I should yeah. have my pajamas and slippers. So that's, yeah. We could go in. What's your position? Um, Do you believe in it? Um, you know what? I think it's fleeting, and it comes and goes. Because perfection, first, I, I think you got to divine perfection. What's, what's perfection? What is it? And perfection, if you ask 10 people, you probably get 10 different answers. Absolutely. So you got to define perfection. But I will say that some people might think that their relationship is perfect at times. And it might not necessarily be a perfect relationship because you're probably going to argue. You're probably going to be mad at each other. You're probably going to do that. But when you're on vacation for this week, it's probably perfect. Mm -hmm. So it's, it, it can be perfect at times. But um, I think it's too hard to say, well, there is a perfect relationship or there's not. There might be somebody I, I do think perfect for you because I think you get your puzzle piece. But you might not know that that person is perfect for you. Right. You might not necessarily know that that person is perfect for you, right. but they fit you like a puzzle. Mm -hmm. And it, <laughs> it might be combative. It might be combustible. It might be. Right. But that's your piece. But if it is and you don't like it, then you got to change something about you. Right. Well, I do believe that there is a such thing as a perfect relationship. I really do. Mm-hmm. I don't think people are perfect, but I think the relationship can be perfect. And I think the important part of a relationship is how you address the dark times. Mm -hmm. Because you cannot go into your corner, stop speaking, arguing, fighting, throwing things, you know, taking vulnerable moments, throwing it in your mate's face. Mm -hmm. You know, if you know your mate 
lost their father and then when you get into argument you're bringing yeah, that up and but people do it see that's just hurt it's it is but you have to understand it's about communicating properly mm-hmm. now if you and i are arguing about socks in the floor how does it escalate to f you get out because so you have to be careful mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you have to make sure that when you're communicating you're sticking to the topic and trying to come up with resolution not just to be arguing not just to be picking so i think that when those elements are in place when you treat your your relationship like a real commitment and mm-hmm. you're dedicated to that because let's face it love is in and out mm-hmm. i might love you one minute hate you the next it's a thin line <laughs> but at the end of the day you. if you respect respect and if you stay committed to mm-hmm. each other in the relationship then that's what you need those are the keys to stay well I, yeah i think it's respect i think it's Absolutely. respect because if it's if it's, if it's respect you wouldn't talk about something that was that hurtful like your father died or something and, and you wouldn't say that if right. it's respect but, but it's immaturity well, people do it and it's horrible that's true but you might say some things because it's hard to be rational if I'm fighting. <laughs> if I'm fighting with you, I'm not rational. But no, you have to be because there's you can't take the gloves all the way off because after all, this is the person you claim to love. No, that's true. You can't take them off. So I might not I might not hit below the belt. Right. I might not hit below the Absolutely. belt. Absolutely. But it's going to be some hard punches in there. Depending on what we arguing about. Damon. Why can't we just come on? Let's get along. We was just sitting in church. Why can't we take those same principles and bring them home? Well, because when we left church, I ain't getting no breakfast. That's why. Well, we could stop and get you some breakfast. No, I wanted you to to cook before I left. Oh, that's great, Craig. I had to eat the bread in the pan and drink the wine. We could talk about that. We took communion. That should cover you for a little while. Yeah, but we can't talk if I'm hungry because my stomach gonna be growling too loud see it's your attitude see I could tell I could tell right now it's your attitude see but I I just think that and especially these days here's another component that Mm -hmm. we're missing when you date in your 30s and 40s Mm You're looking for someone who's more established. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of women, they don't want to date a guy if he doesn't have a car or if he's in between jobs or if, you know, it's this expectation Mm -hmm. that you didn't have when you were kids. When you were younger and you met somebody, it was pure. Mm -hmm. You didn't care whether they had a car or not. You just loved them. The love was pure. You didn't really compare. Like, you gave people the opportunity. But now... You can meet a woman right now, and mm-hmm. she could be in between luck right now. Mm-hmm. Things could have happened. She just could have got divorced. But when you meet her, you hear she's mm-hmm. living home with her with her mom in the right, basement, right, and right. you're like, "Up, oh, she's not in the runnings." Because right now, you probably have other women that have nice cars, jobs, their own place, mm-hmm. and but she could be a very nice woman. But you just caught her at a bad time. No, that is true. See? You, you did bring up a good point yes. about the purity, and I like it because I never thought about it like that. Because Absolutely. I think people suffer their um, their worst hurt if they fall in love as a teenager or something like that's it's so real absolutely because it's raw and they really love from the heart they don't have all these guards and Mm -hmm. bricks and 
all mm-hmm. of that, you know, pain but, and hurt up. But then how how do you, if you're 35 or 40 years old, how do you love without the calluses on because you already have and can't get rid of them? I'm glad you asked that question. Well, first of all, you have to really take time in between because the worst thing that people do is they jump from one person to the next. Right, you're right. not healing. You're mm-hmm. not res- resolving anything. You're mm-hmm. not nothing. You're so just jumping. So why do jumping. you think? Let me ask you that. Why do you think they do that? Because they're trying to get over it. It's, mm-hmm. For some people, it's better to just move on. They mm-hmm. don't want to think about it. They right. don't want to confess their. They don't want to confront their wrongs. Mm-hmm. They are rather just jump to the next person and try to fix everything. Mm-hmm. And some people jump to alcohol. Some people jump to drugs. Right. Anything to avoid the hurt, mm-hmm. they'll try to numb it. But when it's when you're in between relationships. Now, say, for instance, you're in a relationship, you're 35, it hurts, and you break up. Take that time by yourself and reevaluate. What did you do wrong? Mm-hmm. Think about it. Think about what you really want in life. Did you really choose that person because you love them or did you choose them because they were the see? You got to think about your decisions because a lot of times we pick people for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And then when it doesn't work out, we move on so fast we're not even evaluating our choices. And we're not owning our part of the relationship falling apart. Now, this is true. And, and it's almost like to a T what I would say. Oh. <laughs> I'm supposed to be arguing right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would say. It's almost like, because I would say you have to look in the mirror because yes. it's not there, it's not just the person. Absolutely. But most people point the finger. Yeah. And they say, well, I met this bad person. Yes. And, and I'll say this, and I always said this. You get your puzzle piece at the time. Right. You get your fit at the time. Right. You remember those cardboard puzzles we used to put together as, as kids. And then you remember the one that didn't fit, but it almost fit. Mm-hmm. And you bang it down yeah, with you, your fist. Yes, you do. And you try to make and it fit. And then the corners all turned and up. And the corners all turned Absolutely. up. Absolutely. So it's ruined. Yep. It fits in there a little bit. A little but bit. It's, but it's ruined. Yeah. And you can't use it for nothing else. Right. So I think but I, I think more to the point is you have to look in the mirror. You have to say, or you have to see what was wrong with, with you. Absolutely. And most people are not going to not gonna do that. I think this is, I, I did that. So just, just personal, I, I did that. But I think me doing that comes from me playing sports. Mm. Because you get critiqued right there in front of your face. Okay. And you get your answer right there in front of your face. Okay. So if you lose or you win, you know. If you're good or you're bad, you know. Mm-hmm. Right there. So you got to take that. Okay. You have to take that. And then, if, and of course, you could get defensive and run from it. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to get better, if you're going to have a better jump shot, if you're going to, that means you're probably going to lose. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to lose Absolutely. and you're probably going to feel bad first. And then what do you do? Do you get better from or you say, well, this dude had a better jump shot. I just can't do that. Wow. Or do you get a better jump shot? Absolutely. So I think that, but I do think that it's hard to do that in a relationship because feelings are so involved. And feelings are so fragile. And I think relationships are probably the hardest thing you ever going to do on this earth. It is. It, so. it really is. But it's so fulfilling. And we can't ever feel that we can live without it. 
because whether it's a relationship with a male or female, I mean, we all, we need relationships. We're not islands. So we have to have that. So we have to heal. We have to pray. We have to get our hearts right. And it's not so much as trusting people, because you mentioned earlier, Mm -hmm. how do we move on Mm -hmm. from that hurt and that pain? It's not so much trusting the people. It's trusting God and placing the right person in your life at the right time. And sometimes that person doesn't look the part. Mm -hmm. They really don't. But what you bring to them and what they bring to you together, y'all can make it work. Mm -hmm. But you have to, my main goal is... A communicating and mm-hmm. you have to be able I mean I feel that you're because I don't really get this whole thing where people are married but their best friend is not their spouse mm-hmm. I don't understand that because your spouse is supposed to be the person that knows you best like when those happy moments happen in life it should be your spouse that you would want to share that with no that's that's true I think so but see I don't I don't this is from personal experience but I don't think that your spouse should be your best friend. Oh God, you know, yes. I, I think that they should be a really good friend. I think they they should have to be your best friend because they're you're sharing your most intimate parts with but, them. But you don't necessarily share your most intimate parts with your best friend. You don't necessarily do that. Then what's a best friend? The best friend is just that, your friend. So if I'm in a relationship, if I'm in a relationship, that means that we're friends, but we're intimate too. You're not intimate with your best friend. I'm confused. (laughs) Because to me, a best friend is like if I'm not in a relationship. Well, see, I don't call people best friends and all that stuff anyway, Mm -hmm. because I'm a little older for that. But when I was younger... Mm I had best friends. My best friends were my female friends, and we used to do everything together. Mm -hmm. We used to party together. We used to hang out. They used to be at the house, whatever. But then when I got a boyfriend, you know, it's respect that you have to back up. When they got boyfriends, I would back up because you have to give each other what's so funny <laughs> you have to give each other that no, space for y'all true. to grow that and to build okay. and to so in the end of the day my girlfriend shouldn't challenge me to put her before my totally man true totally true that's why it should be different categories that's why your man shouldn't be your best friend because you have one and you have a girl that's your best friend that you do girl stuff with and that you tell girl stuff with that you do might not necessarily understand. But shouldn't you understand no, each other? No, you can't. You have to. No, you can't. You, but you, that's you remember like, you remember Mars and Venus. But you become one. <laughs> when you're when you're in a marriage, because you, you well, become one. Well, you become you become one as far as acceptance. But you never understand a man totally. You never understand the female totally. No, we're never going to do that. You no, can't. you can never. We can never understand a male. That's. Right. I agree with that. Right. But that's to say that you can't have a best friend as a male, or you can't have a best friend as a female. Yes, you well, can. Well, you can have a. You can have a best friend. I just think that you're me. <laughs> should not be your best friend. I think y'all should be good friends and y'all should get along. But I do think that the romantic part of it should be bigger than the friendship. Not the friendship bigger than the romantic part. 
So you think romance is more important than in, friendship? In a relationship, no, it is. No, it's not. Yes. Oh, in my God. It yes. is not. Yes, it is. In it a, is not. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen okay. to what I'm saying. You should be good friends. Yes. Because when the romance is there, you, you, you can't have sex. Or when you get to be 78 years old, that's what's going to sustain your friendship. So you should be friends. And you should be good friends. But you think but the romance The romance should be bigger because if I'm in a relationship with you, I got to want to jump on you. I have to want to jump on you first. I have to want to jump on you first. That's the difference between a relationship and a friendship. A friendship is not intimate. We don't touch. But a relationship, we're friends and we touch. So the passion has to be bigger than the friendship. Now, see, for me, I feel like the romance is more intense when the feelings are there. Mm -hmm. Because you can jump on anybody. You can see somebody and want them physically. But that doesn't mean that it's going to take you to another level intimately. So I feel well, that. Well, that's love. That's when you fall in love. But don't you love your friends? Well, you love your friends, but you don't love them in that same way. It's different. It's what different. in the world just yeah. happened here? Yeah, what that is, is David talking it about? It is a different law. To it's me, different. You, because you reach this level, okay, if, you, if you're getting to a place where you want to marry someone, mm -hmm. okay, have you ever been married? No. Okay. If you ever get to that place where you've connected with this lady and you cannot see yourself without her, mm -hmm. and she really... Let me, let me say, yeah, I was. I was 21. You didn't know that you got married? I, that, okay. was, that was back in the day. <laughs> All right. It didn't, we, can we, it didn't matter. Oh, okay, something's yeah. wrong. Something, yeah, something's that, going on. That was, I, was, I was a kid. I was 21. David is to be honest. Yeah. Now, who do I, I tell? I had to remember I need to that. Report this I to, How can you not remember that you were married? Okay, you know what? she's going to be listening. You're, you're thinking. You're thinking. <laughs> what in the world? This is a global show. Because it wasn't lovey-dovey. It wasn't none of that stuff. So that's why it wasn't like that. It wasn't like what you're no, talking about. It wasn't about. memorable. Yeah, it wasn't. You didn't connect a yeah. good thing to a marriage right. as important as it wasn't, was. It wasn't. It wasn't that. So it wasn't like what you're talking about right now. It wasn't, it wasn't that. Okay. So, All right. So yeah. that's why we disagree. Because mm -hmm. you haven't felt that level of commitment. Yes, I have. That, I was 21. I'm 37. <laughs> yeah, but you forgot you was even married. So how? No, can you I haven't. I didn't feel that when I was married and I was twenty one. I didn't say I haven't felt it. But to the point, but you didn't want to get married to the person. <laughs> See, I don't. I don't want to talk about my personal. <laughs> See, I don't. I don't want to go there. So I don't want to go there. But she's making me go there. She, she, that's why, she's, that's why I love yeah, show. she's making me go to my personal what? stuff. Because I'm, I'm trying to understand. I'm, I'm, like I'm talking in general. Okay, all right, let's general. talk in general. Yeah, all right, because David maybe, doesn't. Maybe that's for the next show. Well, when I go I, into my personal hey, stuff. I'm just trying to get to the bottom. I'm trying to understand. Like, what David wants to hope, but David doesn't want to commit. Yeah, that was. What is I, going I just, on here? I just mentioned when I was 21 and I didn't uh, I didn't feel I didn't feel that I was 21 okay. so I didn't feel that but later on I did so okay yeah that's okay. A, a different thing but back to the general conversation okay the general conversation <laughs> the general conversation general, okay I, I do think but even my general conversation is coming from personal points because 
I'll just say one personal thing. I was in a really long relationship, and um, uh, I thought the friendship was bigger than the, the actual relationship. And I think that's, like, part of the unraveling of the relationship was because oh now that makes sense yeah now, because okay yeah it was it was personal to me is because you. the friendship so we could sit in a room for hours and and talk we could do that but the, the but you lost your the, attraction the romantic part okay. was wasn't wasn't ever bigger right. than the friendship okay it wasn't ever bigger than the friendship okay this is why i say that the, the 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 romantic part because that we gotta be honest that's the part that separates friendship the romantic part that separates any friendship i see where you're coming you, from. you see what i mean i i see exactly where you're coming from now because basically that's what happens in a lot of relationships the fire leaves mm-hmm. and that's the key if people could understand how to keep that fire because think about it you're young you get married it's just you Mm-hmm. Then you get pregnant, then the baby comes, and you kind of have less time for your man. It's more about the baby. Right. So your man is kind of left on the sidelines. Or it could be the man that's attending to the baby and the woman feels neglected. Mm-hmm. It's hard to juggle that dynamic and still keep the fire. Yeah. Because even when someone keeps the child for a few days for y'all to have time, you're sleepy. You're tired. Because... <laughs> Well, you then, know the child is coming back the child so is coming back your so mind. you're trying to catch up on your right. i mean y'all are beating each other to get your pajamas mm-hmm. on and go to sleep you know <laughs> what i mean so it's it, it is a it, it really is a tricky dynamic to try to keep the fire and mm-hmm. the passion and not to mention when you have long work hours mm-hmm. and or a demanding job that has you out of town or and then thanks to social media you have so many other people tempting you you know you see people sending you this and sending you that and you know snapshots of this and that so it's so much easier to step out and mm-hmm. rekindle something with someone else especially when you're not sure how to bring the flame back into your own relationship because then you are stuck with just a friendship. You admire the person and you love the person right. and you right. care about them. Mm-hmm. You don't want to hurt them, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you're not attracted to them in that way anymore. Yeah. So I understand where you're coming from now. I get that, but it's never too late to rekindle that. Well, and in and, and my case, I don't think... Uh, of course, when you first meet, you have attraction and, and that kind of lust, probably in every relationship, the, the, the lust is there in the beginning. Right. But in my particular re- relationship, I'm getting personal again. But See, I don't think, look, I, I just don't want think, this to go on record. It wasn't me this time. He did it on his own. Thank I don't you. think the friend, I don't think the relationship was ever bigger than the friendship. So what what put what made you decide to be in a relationship? Well, then? because the relationship part was there. What I'm saying is bigger. Both both were there, but the friendship was always bigger than the relationship. And and I said earlier, I think the relationship should be bigger than the friendship. But the friendship should still be there because you have to get along. But it felt right for you to want to be in a relationship, even though you knew that the romance. No, was you lacking? you don't know. You don't know. And this is where you get into relationships and you're learning, like you said earlier. You're learning during the way, and then when you get by yourself, you reflect. Because a lot of things that you're in, you can't see it while you're in it. 
Right. You can't see. And, and even if people tell you, you're like, man, get out of here. You don't right. know what to do. But you right. can't see it while you're in it. Okay. And then when you get out, you reflect on it. And then you do your tweaks. Right. You do your tweaks and you say, well, I should have did this. I should have. And then you tweak yourself for the next one. Absolutely. So for the next person, you're right. probably going to get a better person for you. Absolutely. Not that this person wasn't uh, just a better person right. for you because you got better. Right. So you learn from your mistakes, which is what most people most people don't do. Most people don't learn from their mistake from their mistakes in a relationship. And I think because the feelings are so intense, your feelings are on the line, and most people are not going to risk being hurt. Because if you're hurt, you go through a breakup. That's months and months and months of being sad, right? Well, I just feel like a lot of times in a relationship, guys shut down. Guys shut down. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you why. Well, explain that. Yeah. Why do you shut down? Because it is, it's, uh, I think it's natural for guys. To shut down. Yeah, we we don't talk when there's feelings involved, and this is in general. This is not okay. every guy, right? But this is what we don't. We have to go somewhere and act out what we're feeling. This is why we go to the basketball court. This is why we go fix a car. This is why we go do that. This is why we leave the house when we when there's an argument. But this on the ver, if you know that you're about to lose your woman, mm -hmm. that's not a time to shut down. Like, no, see, but it's not. It's not even about losing your woman because you're at a point. The woman is at a point, and she needs to talk. And I've been followed around my house a bunch of times when she should have been quiet, and she follows me around, keep talking when I don't feel like talking. Mm -hmm. But she has to talk because she's at that point where she's boiling and she gotta get it out. Right. So she keeps talking, not knowing it's making it worse. It's making it worse for me because you're making me more mad. Now I definitely have to leave. I definitely have. Think about this. I'll give you an example. This is a, a, a bit off topic. But if, um, if we're at a store and there's an argument between two girls and stuff, the girls probably could argue and would argue to each other and nobody throw no blows. But you flip that to two guys. A dude and a dude is not going to argue that long before somebody throws blows. Okay. You see? So, right. and it goes back to my point that we have to express through action. Mm -hmm. We have to do something. We have to get it out. Okay. And talk and verbal, that's just not our makeup. So when girls are sitting around talking and y'all talking, y'all could just have one night in the house drinking wine and talking. Guys, we would never do that. We have to do something. We have to be doing something. <laughs> but you can get your stuff out just doing that. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. But how are we supposed to obtain resolution if you shut down and I'm, we're still trying to understand what's going on? Let, let me give you an example mm -hmm. to make it easier. Mm -hmm. Now, say, for instance, you and I are in a relationship mm -hmm. and I'm telling you, you know, you're not spending enough time with me. Right. You know, we're not doing things that we used to do. Mm -hmm. I'm unhappy. And then you give me crickets. Now, to a woman, that says you don't care. Right. That's what I need, you know, you to understand. Right. Like, we're trying to express something. Mm -hmm. And instead of you even acknowledging it or saying, okay, you know what, honey, you're right. You know, I need to start changing it. You don't. You'll just sit right there and keep but watching if, TV. Well, he might not think you're right. Okay, but why can't you say that? Why can't you say, well, no, yeah, that's not right. Okay, I'll, I'll give you a couple. Now, I, I, I agree that he should 
say that. He should say that for the sake of the relationship. He should. Now, this is why he won't, because he's still a guy. And if it's something deep in there that he that needs to come out or he, he don't want to come out, because if we show feelings, we're vulnerable. That's how it is in society. That's what we're taught. That's how we come up. Okay. That's how guys come up. Right. So if he... And he's your man. He don't really necessarily want to be vulnerable in front of you. So if he starts to open up, that's vulnerability. That's not getting stuff out. So those are on the line. Now, I agree he should say that for the sake of relationship, and y'all should have communication. But I'm saying this is a reason or could be a reason why this is not happening. Okay, stay right there for a second. Mm -hmm. As my pastor would say, hang a nail right there. (laughs) Now, what is so wrong with a man being vulnerable in front of his woman in a man's mind? What is so wrong about that? Well, it's, it's being vulnerable anywhere. Anytime, anywhere. But if you're with your woman, mm-hmm. why is that an Any issue? Anytime, anywhere. So men just don't like to feel. This is how we come up. This is not. This is not a fault of ours. <laughs> this is how we come up. This is what society is. Because think about this: if you come home from a bad day at work and you want to cry on my shoulder, you can do that. Right. If I come home from a bad day at work and I want to cry on your shoulder, you gonna look at me funny. No, women, no, because when we when we love our, why are you See, laughing? You laughing? You no, know that's that true. Because, you know that's true. Because when we love our man, we know when you come through the door, you can't hide it from us. We can look in your eyes that's and see true, but that something's wrong. That's true. So if we mm-hmm. say, this is usually what happens. Mm-hmm. The man comes in, he got this strange look on his face. Mm-hmm. So we pick up on that. Right. We have discernment. Right. So we'll say, honey, what's wrong? Nothing, nothing. Right. So now we're like, okay, why won't he tell me what's wrong? He don't want to tell you what's wrong. If he okay, says nothing, but, but leave here, him alone. But here's the thing. Uh-huh. So it's like, okay, are you sure? Yeah, I'm fine. Right. But yet you're not talking to me. Mm-hmm. You know you're not eating. You mm-hmm. you know you're real standoffish. Right. To us, mm-hmm. we take that personal because we feel like well, you, it feels mm-hmm. like rejection. You can't take it personal. Okay, but this is what I'm what I'm mm-hmm. trying to understand. Right. So instead of that, like I'm trying to get you to see how it makes us feel. I understand that, but how it makes you feel is secondary to his problem. Is, is secondary to because he walked in with the problem so he can't worry about his problem and then worry about his pro- how his problem makes you feel but what i'm saying is because you're saying that you you can't come home and cry on our shoulders now mm-hmm. this whole so now not only do you have that problem at work now you got a problem because i'm mad so now you got two problems you got two pro- but okay. here's the thing uh-huh. that would go a lot differently if he would come through the door and with that look that we already know something's mm-hmm. wrong, instead of us trying to imagine and assume, uh-huh. if he would just say, you know what, honey, I had a really rough day at work today and I'm just trying to get some things off my mind. And mm-hmm. so that way we know. Now, you some, don't, some cats can some cats can do that. Most guys are not going to do but that. But that's he's, my point. He's, but but that this is the thing. You wouldn't be considered vulnerable that's considered communicating. No, 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 no. no. You, you're, you're, you're judging vulnerability by your criteria, not mine. No, I'm talking about from a female standpoint. We don't look at that. If you're telling us you had a rough day, mm-hmm. we're not looking at you like, oh, you a punk. No, we're not no, no, no. That. I didn't say rough day. I said, I said cry on okay, your shoulder. Okay, but listen to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So if you came home and you're upset mm-hmm. about something that happened at work. Right. 
and we can see that we can see your emotion because mm-hmm. we sleep with you. We know you. Right. So instead of just not telling us anything, it would, you know, the night would go a lot better if you were just open and honest. a brand new phone number that you can dial into now so let me give you that number it's 610-466-5461 610-466-5461 you can call in you can leave your questions comments give us some ideas on some topics you can give us some feedback and suggestions to make the show better so that number again is 610-466-5461 and what we'll use it is um, when we're offline, and you, uh, you can use it to leave messages, okay? And then we will, when we are using it online, and when we will let you know when you'll be able to call in and get us live and be able to have us uh, have you come on the show live with our guests and or give us some feedbacks and comments on the topics that we're talking about. You may think a certain different way. You may think you may, you may, or, may or may not agree with something. You may have something that you want to share with us that we would love to be able to hear so definitely understand. Take that number down. Lock it in your cell phones. It's 610-466-5461. You, you just can't give up. You know, you just... But it's, it's not giving up. It's not But it's shutting up. down. And, and that's the thing. Like, okay, all right. I still am a firm believer that the man is the head of the house. Mm-hmm. I feel like the man should be a provider Mm -hmm. he should be a protector right and there are certain calls that a man will have to make in order to keep the peace in the home now by nature women are a little bit more emotional right women are a little bit more um aggressive sometimes and as a man sometimes you have to know how to navigate you know, and some of our mood swings, they're hormonal. They're real serious. It's not like we go off the deep end because we like to be there and swing our feet in the water. But some of the changes that we go through are hormonal. And it's it's a real situation. Okay, it's a real situation. But and I just think that sometimes as the leader, then you have to take the high road. And you just kind of have to go with the flow of things until the woman is in a position to now, really see, i think that works both ways i think that works both ways he keeps cutting me off who do i talk to and i'm scared to say something because he's he's you mean. got the hammer did you pick up the hammer no well, i did you, not you gotta pick it up so just say that's a weapon you can use it what about some pepper spray <laughs> oh wow but you know i'm just i'm just saying like you as a leader mm-hmm. okay for instance mm-hmm. If you take out 10 kids and you're the oldest one, you're an adult, mm-hmm. everyone else is a child, you're responsible for that group. You're responsible for their attitudes. If a child gets out of line, you know, you got to keep the peace. You right. have to make some decisions based on the good of the group. Mm-hmm. So that's my point. As a man, as the overseer of the house, if you know your woman is, you know, having a bad day and she's gone off or whatever, whatever. You know, instead of just talking about, well, I'm yeah, I'm going through something, but I don't want to talk about it. Don't you ask me again. I mean, you don't have to take that approach. Yeah, but listen to what, what I said when I said that. I said, he's the one walking in with the problem. 
He's the one walking. Not you. You don't have the problem. You're fine. He's walking in with the problem. He don't want to talk about his problem. You want to deal with his problem. And when he deals with it, then he'll come to you. You're making another problem because he don't want to talk about his problem. No, it's because it's nasty attitude like <laughs> yours. Now, let me just say this. There is something I read in uh, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus about um, men going into their cave. Mm -hmm. Right. And... Um, the fiery dragon thing. So he has a problem. He comes in from what I'm hearing. He goes into his cave. And instead of allowing him to stay in his cave to work out his issue, the, the female feels obligated at, from a support perspective to go in and help him. But he's actually... It's counterproductive. He's, he's not ready. Right. So, you start, you, 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 so now you're walking into a cave with a fire-breathing dragon. Right. And every single time... Your intention is to help, but he always flames back at you when you get burned. Yeah. Why is that? Could you? That, that's I'll a good point. Why. I'm glad. See, there, there's, See. A, there's the dragon again. See. There's the. Could you I'm get good. him some water? Put his flames out. <laughs> now, I'm glad you said that because the whole concept of the man cave and this and that. Why is it that you feel that you need to get away? What is that man cave about? Like, is it secrets in there? Or are you really just gathering your thoughts and trying to decompress? Like, what it's, is it's that? It's the second one. I mean, be, for me personally, I gotta speak up. For me personally, uh, me personally, me personally, hey, hey, thank God I can edit. For me personally, it is I have to gather my thoughts. Okay. Um, and a lot of people, if they saw me in a day, they'd probably think I was crazy. Because okay. I do a lot of talking out loud. Okay. I talk to God out loud. Hmm. Um, I listen. Um, for instruction, and I used to didn't believe in that because I, I, I don't hear nobody here, but it's actually a feeling you get. You know that moment where you, where you say, oh yeah, now, it's that, it's that moment. It's like right. I had an issue, but all of a sudden it hits you, whether if you were believing it's divine or whether it's just you had a chance to be able to process. But when you're trying to process something from a man perspective, and then you have someone coming in lovingly, trying to assist and lovely trying to help but you're not ready for it because you're almost not that you are at a point where you're ready to resolve it but at least you're at a point where you're ready to start dealing with it okay sometimes you put it away i know me i'll take something and i'll say something happened i'll say okay i can't worry about that right now because i'm not ready to resolve it and then, then a woman comes in and says well fred um, I, I noticed that you blah, 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 blah. Like if I had a problem with a computer, because I'm a geek, right? And I have an issue and I'm working on something, like I was working on the movie and something, the, the computer just didn't work right. And then my daughter walks in and says, Daddy, step away from the computer. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, I got to get this done. You don't right. understand. I'm trying to pull her out. Right. She actually challenged me to take a moment to step away to think. I step away and it was like 20 minutes later. I was I, I grudgingly did it. And then the thing I was trying to figure out, it hit me. I realized right. I was tired. Uh-huh. I was so tired that that thing that I would normally get, right. I couldn't even put the neurons together to come up with the concept cuz I was tired. You were tired, right? Not that not that I wanted to go to not that I I could go to sleep at that point and recharge, but it's just that I just needed a moment right. to step away okay. in order for that what I was lacking mm -hmm. that puzzle piece to get put back okay. by itself. Okay. But sometimes a woman will come in and she'll say, 
I have the puzzle piece. And lovingly saying, and because the man sometimes ego wants to figure it out himself, he doesn't want the help even though it may get him closer to figuring it out. But because he didn't have his moments, he rejects every attempt to try to. And I'm so glad you said it because I've been wanting to say it, but it's ego. Yeah, it is it's ego. ego. Well, we, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, and I I didn't want to say it because it's that's not ego. Oh, a lot of it is ego. No, 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 no. absolutely. It's, it's not, and I'm so glad you, that Fred shared that. No, 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 no. It no. is this a lot is, of it is, has to do with ego. This is what it is because you're saying that the guy is wrong and he should open up and act like no, a girl. No, I didn't. That's, did I say the guy was that's wrong? That's what you're insinuating. Oh, Damon, but listen, I am hurt and appalled. I did not Don't, say look, that the man is wrong. Look, do not hit me with this hammer. <laughs> what but listen, hammer? But, but listen, but listen. <laughs> this is not. It's just that. Leave me alone for a while. That's it. It's just simple. It's it's really simple. Right, but I never said that I wasn't going to leave you alone. Mm -hmm. I never said that. I never even said that you don't deserve to have your free time. The only thing that I said was because I was you gave the example, so I was building off of your example. Mm -hmm. The only thing I said was I'm trying to just like you explained from a male's point of view. Mm -hmm. I was trying to explain to you from a female point of view how we right. interpret that. Yeah. I, so mm -hmm. when you come in. We see the hurt, the mm -hmm. pain, and all of that. Mm -hmm. So when you say nothing, then we're that causes us to try to figure out what's wrong. Yeah, but I, that's the only thing I've been saying. It causes us to try to because now you have our mind racing. Is it me? Is it somebody else? What's going on? Is he? You know, we the, our minds are going all over the place. And all I was saying was from the beginning, it would go a lot better. If you just said, you know what, honey, I had a really rough day. So it would go a lot better if he did something. Not no, you. Yeah. no. It's because you can't say nothing when we see that it's something. Yeah, but That's, it's not your problem. No, but this is all I'm trying problem. to say. Fred, do you understand what I'm trying to say? All I'm saying is... If you just come, we already see it's something. You can't say that it's okay, nothing. If I come in with a bloody nose and you say, what happened to your nose? And I say nothing. Mm -hmm. You're going to be like, well, you, what? you're bleeding mm -hmm. and your eye is black. Mm -hmm. You can't tell me that it's nothing. Oh. So that's the same thing. When you come in and we can see that hurt and pain. All it would be nice to, okay, this would be, this is how you would get us off your back. Oh, honey, I had a really rough day. I just need some time to get myself know, together. And, and that's know, it. Okay, honey, you know what? You need something to eat. You want something to eat? Okay, fine. Go ahead, and I'm here if you need yeah, you, That's you're, it. You're, you're, and you can have that space. No, seriously. You're right. You're right. That's the way it would work. But I'm talking real situation. I'm talking the way it's actually going to go. The way it's actually is going to go is that he's probably not going to say nothing. This is the end of part one of Does a Perfect Relationship Exist? Featuring Tamika Molden and Damon Adams. Tune in next time for part two on Studio22Live.tv. At the end of every episode, when you listen to Studio22Live.tv, you're always going to be able to look forward to some words of encouragement, inspiration, or words of wisdom that can get you through the rest of the week, the rest of the day, or the rest of this year. 
And the one I want to end with today that you can also share with others is simply this. Whether it's a friendship or relationship, all bonds are built on trust. Because without it, you have nothing. Studio 2029. Thank you so much for listening to Studio22Live.tv. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. We strive to continue to add value to the lives of all of our listeners, and we appreciate you for giving us time out of your day. Don't forget, you can check out the show notes and resource links on your website, as well as subscribe to our newsletter, and you can send us your questions, birthday shout-outs, comments, and suggestions on Studio22Live.tv. That's S-T-U-D-E-O-22Live.tv. Always positive, always on.